me in the room podcast to talk about his matchup at NEF 45 on November 5th is Matt Kendall Denning making his appearance. Hasn't been there for a few years, but he's back at NEF. Man, what's been going on, brother? It's been a while since I've uh, spoken to you about an actual MMA fight you're getting in. Yeah, man, it's been uh, since 2018. Um, that's when I hung up the gloves for NEF and I was going to take, I was, I was planning on living the life. I was planning on getting married and like being a husband. And that literally lasted like a month after the fight and that girl and I split up and it was, it was a lot of uh, dumb things going on in my life. I was drinking heavily and uh, still smoking cigarettes. Like I was like my whole career. Um, But I was, I was at a turning point in my life then because I knew I needed change. Um, I didn't quit smoking or drinking back then, but like that's where I really started focusing my my life on getting help. And I started seeing a uh, a psychiatrist for my mental health. Um, I was an extremely abusive significant other back then, and it was one of those things like anytime you have a problem in life, the first thing about having a problem is admitting that you have a problem. Um, there's a reason why I don't train at Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu anymore, and a lot of people don't really understand the background on that, but some things were said about me that came back to the gym that my coaches heard about, and it doesn't matter if it's true or false. When you when there's allegations against someone, you got to do what's best for your, for your school or your business, and it is what it is. I have no hard feelings with any of them. I love them all to death. Jesse was a great coach, great manager. Travis is a great Jiu-Jitsu coach. Um, I, I am thankful for the years that I had with Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to blow their school up as big as it got with the growth of MMA in New England. Um, you can't say New England MMA without saying Matt Denning. It's just like, I'm not a great fighter, but I'm here, there, everywhere, and I pull off some slick shit sometimes, and people think it's great to watch. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk, it wasn't more about talking shit about my upcoming fight. It's just how drastic my life's changed in the last couple of years. Like I bought a house, I'm getting married. Um, I own way too many motorcycles. <laughs> my, my whole life right now is literally just like fast cars, motorcycles, and preparing for the best Christmas my family's had in a long time. Well, well, you know, you spoke about not being with, uh, you know, Central Maine. Where where are you getting your training now? Uh, what's uh, the new gym and family that uh, you're kind of getting your work at? Um, I'm, I've been training with uh, Cugno Boxing. I still train with some of the guys from CM at my own house. Um, it's nice having the gym. Like, that's where I am right now. Um, Got to button it up before uh, winter. But, um, no, I, I was going to train with J-Jack at the academy for a little bit before my last fight. Scheduling-wise, I work in Old Orchard. I live in Lewiston. It's an hour commute. From my work to him is another half hour. So it just works out better for me to be home, train with uh, – Sean Carlos gym every once in a while to get some jujitsu in and training at uh, Cugno Boxing. Um, there's not a lot that you can really teach me when it comes to submission grappling because it's been second nature to me for the last eight years. Um, I was a terrible grappler and that's why I went to Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and it made my grappling so much better than my striking that I never even bothered using striking because it was just easier to try to choke someone out or catch them in an arm bar or whatever. Um, but 
I'm not learning new tricks. I'm just trying to stay in really good shape. I've lost 60 pounds just to make it back down to 170. And I'm, I'm way too skinny. I'm like 172, 73 pounds right now. Like I don't have a big cut. I'm going back down to 55. But before that, I, I'm, I'm five and 11. Everyone knows I have a shitty record. Like, I've fought some really good guys, don't get me wrong, and I put up some good fights against I one of my best fights as an amateur was against Jay Barron. And now he, he's a world title holder, which is phenomenal for him. Um but I I haven't steered away from guys that weren't good, but when you look at a five and eleven record, you're like, What are you gonna where what path are you on with this sport? Well my path is I think I'm gonna take a couple boxing matches and see how my hands do and see if I can make some money and get a decent record going. If I go three and out out the gate, people might be like, oh, he's a decent boxer. Yeah. But boxing and hands for MMA and hands for boxing are way different. It's a whole different breed. Uh, I got to spar a few rounds the other day with Brandon Barry, and that's a whole different breed. (laughs) It's not not sparring with an MMA guy. You're sparring with a legitimate boxer. Now, uh, Matt, as far as, like, you know, you went through, you know, some personal adversity, you know, with the time off when you hung up the gloves, what, what, when did you actually start training and, hey, say, hey, I, you know, when you were, you know, the mental state was there that you could start training and go, hey, I think, uh, you know, I want to take another run or get active in there or, you know, take another path along with MMA and uh, get some boxing rounds in there? Yeah, um, after I bought my house, um, we had a pool in the backyard and I went to go diving through the side of it and we made a video of it and I saw the video I was like, man, am I fat? <laughs> and I really don't have the drive unless I have a fight. Like it was like, I was comfortable with my life. My woman doesn't care, but like to get skinny again, I had to take a fight. So I, I did what I know best. I, I made some phone calls to some promotions and because premiere, I took a really tough opponent against um, UG for them. I was like, hey, it's going to be a lighter weight. I can probably make with 175 in a couple months. I didn't realize I was going to be walking around at 175. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't cut a lot to make. I weighed yeah. in at, like, 173. I didn't cut for that fight. I was just – that's what I weighed that day. I woke up as 173 pounds. Like, it is what it is. And, and you spoke, um, you know, Matt, about, you know – the the fights and the the opponents that you faced. I mean, he's no slouch, man. He's uh, you know, he's he's knocked out a couple of really great fighters, and he's fought some. He's fought a couple of UFC fighters, or at least one of them out there, man. So, you know, you're no stranger to taking on battles there, and uh, you know, jumping in there against anyone, man. And you know, you had a fight, uh, an exhibition, or uh, uh, what, what? What was your last, uh, you know, scrap that you were in? I fought Sage Felipe for Premier FC. That was an actual pro-sanctioned fight. It's It was a loss on my record. Um, but I needed that fight. And it's it was nice after that fight for guys like Pat Casey, who I fought. Um, and then other guys like William Knight fought for the UFC. Big dude saying, hey, man, you looked way better than I've ever seen you look before. Like, you came out there to to brawl, you took a knee to the junk early on, which is really hard to recover from. But I went up there throwing bombs with a kid that was twice my size, and I clipped him a bunch, and it was what it was. It was just I was in a tough position to get out of half guard. He's just so strong. It's it's a there's a reason why there's weight classes and why yeah. some why we should cut. <laughs> but um, 
I, I enjoyed it. And it was one of those things where um, I needed that kind of fight just to like see where I was at with myself. And Sage is going to make a good run. He'll, he'll, he'll do all right. He'll be a good 170. Um, but it, it was what I needed to come back. Um, but talking about the good guys that I fought and my next opponent, people have already said online, like, oh, he's the best fighter in New England. Look, it, and I've been around this sport for a long time, and I don't care. You guys can say everyone that I fight is the best this and that, but it takes away the, from the guys that actually are. Like, the guys that put in the work that have dedicated their life to the sport to be the best. And people are like, oh, this guy that's never even had a pro fight, he's the best in New England. Well, well, let's, How let's, can you say that? Let, let's he's get, never, he's, let's he's never get, shown anything. Let's get to his name, Jonathan Dupree. And, you know, the last NEF card, uh, NEF 44, back in black, I was there cage side covering it with New England MMA. And I went to uh, grab a beer and I go by. And you were in the, the crowd, you know, front row right there. And you pulled me over. You go, hey, dude, they, I'm going in that cage. I'm going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be announcing my fight. And I'm like, you know, ready to hear, you know, a name, you know, Matt Denning. You're fucking, you're a Neff dude. I mean, you, 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 you've been the poster child, the Ken doll for Neff. So, you know, I'm like, who are they going to put him against in there? And they put you in there across from Jonathan Dupree, who is a wrestling, has a lot of wrestling accolades, but he hasn't had a pro fight yet. He's 2-0 and as an amateur. How did this fight and how did this, uh, you know, how did his name get in the mix? And how is he, as you say, uh, in other people's uh, words, the best fighter in New England? I, I wish I had, like, more film on training. I, I've trained with Johnny Crafts, Cam Arnold, uh, all the guys from Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that are solid submission grapplers and but i had the luxury of training with all the bang family from their the father to all of his sons that trained with us all good wrestlers people forget that i moved here from new york in 2006 i came from a wrestling state western new york i had new york state's fastest pin in my age group i had over 300 wins in high school for high school wrestling i could have went to college to wrestle in, instead accepted a basketball scholarship at someone that's five seven and a half, <laughs> and I was 121 pounds. But I knew taking a, a I, I never even made it to college. I had a child my senior year of high school. Dropped out of high school, went to work. I had a family to support. Uh, that there's a long line mm -hmm. of stuff that happened with me in, in my life. Uh, people forget I started fighting MMA because. January of 2013, I lost my mother to cancer, and I just wanted to go fucking punch someone in the face. Uh, I've always been in this sport because I was trying to not end up back to where my roots were actually being in the streets. People forget, like, my tattoos ain't fake, bro. Like, I will fight anyone. I don't care who you are, where you're from, where you like, but that's the difference. We're old school. You want to talk shit, you get clicked in the mouth. Now it's – you. You say something, you got 10 dudes showing up to your house and shooting your place up because they can't fight anymore. It, bro, I, I live in Lewiston. We've been on the phone with each other for a half hour, and you've heard sirens the whole time we've been on the phone. <laughs> it's, it's, I grew up in a way deader place than Lewiston-Auburn. So people that think this is bad, it's not that bad. Like, 
West Philly still don't, it's still no joke. Like me and Amanda just went down to um, Atlantic City for a little vacation, and we stopped in Philadelphia to go to all the boxing things of, you know, Rocky out the stairs of our museum and his statue. Just the normal stuff that we wanted to see down in Philly, but it's ghetto there, bro. Like we're going like off fighting topic. We're going probably into the worst depression we've had in a long time. Oh wait, was nothing compared to what's going to happen. You can't just hand out money and expect everything to be okay. Mm-hmm. But that's the other thing. I don't know what's going on with the government. I don't care. It's not my thing. I want to go fight people and I want to ride Harley Davidson. That's all I want to do. <laughs> How, hey, wait. Fighting what, what, is paying how, for it. How many, how many Harleys you have? You say you have way too many. What is a way too I, many? So, I don't have way too many Harleys. <laughs> I have one Harley, I have my Vulcan, and I have a Ninja. I have a sport bike, I have a cruiser, and then I have my old cruiser that I, I had before my Harley. But my best friend's got his Ninja here and his Harley here, like, 90% of the time. And we're just on the, we're always on the hunt. Like, I'm... I'm trying to make it big with this TikTok YouTube shit. I, I want my I want my YouTube fame with the motorcycle stuff to be enough that they'll let me fight one of these wannabe boxers and get me at least paid. I don't care if I fucking go out there against someone that's a fucking tank. Well, well, I just want the money. Well, you know, Matt, your whole career, you've been that showman. You 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 know, in the cage, you've been that you've been that guy that you know has brought eyes to Neff and other promotions, and you're not afraid to fight anyone. As far as Jonathan Dupree in the matchup, you know, he, Jonathan has a reputation. I've talked to a couple of my, you know, media colleagues about him, and he, they say he's the, the stealth beast no one really knows about, but he's a, he's, a, he's a terror out there. So talk about him. Do you know much about him as far as, you know, what he's going to bring in the cage there uh, uh, versus you? I I know good talent as soon as I see it. And I've been in I've been in a lot of gyms. I like traveling New England and going to places like I wanted to get kicked in the head by Rob Font so bad. I was like I'll tra- I'll travel 3 hours. I remember what my my first fight ever was for Calvin Cater. Like my first fight ever was for Combat Zone against uh Dom Capone. Dom Capone was a good wrestler. I, I just don't go earn it. Go earn. You want you want to say you're the best in New England. You want to be a sleeper and you want to go out there and go ten to zero out. Go do it. But don't let don't sit behind the a pad warrior. You know what I'm talking about. You know the guys that one two three four five six. They throw a fifty five punch combo with the guy that they hold pads with every day and they look like a fucking champ. But when have they ever done anything with it? He's 2-0 as an amateur. He hasn't fought in a decade. Like, I'm taking this fight because I will fight anyone, and no one will fight you. Like, Matt's like, hey, we can't match this guy with anyone. No one wants to fight him. Everyone knows how good he is. So? Pockets is a great fighter at 170. Um, Nick Alley, who he's fighting on the same card, is a great fighter at 170. We've seen it. We got the witnesses. Even when they lost, those guys that... The guys that they beat that have gone on to fight again, in my eyes, are better than John Dupree because they've actually done something. I didn't even care. I didn't want to have an interview. I didn't even care until I found out he had no pro fights. I thought he was 2-0 as a professional from five years ago. No, they were amateur fights. I'm like, 
Well, I just fought Sage, who was coming off a loss. Like, he was 0-1-1. He wanted to win. I gave him what I could. Like, was what it was. Um, but it's been a few weeks since then. I've been training harder. I've been doing different shit. I'm in better shape than I was even back then. Um, but why? how can you – I know it's not him because he didn't say anything. It was just other people that had said these things. But, like, I just want him to go prove himself. Either way, there's going to be a scrap. Everyone knows there's going to be a fight here, and that's what they want to see. And that's what, the, like, for a long time, this is probably the best pro matchup card I've seen NEF have. With, because they have the Nick Alley against Mark Gardner fight, and they have me against John Dupree. There's... There's a lot that could go both ways for there. You got Nick Alley, who's like me, veteran of the sport, been around for a long time, against a younger kid who's a phenomenal athlete. And then you have me, who's been around for a long time, against a guy that no one knows about, but we hear is a phenomenal athlete. I just want to see how, like, we're going to find out. That's the best part. We're They're going to put the pin in, and we're going to see who's better that night. Who? He's never, Maybe he's never been punched before. What if he's he's just been in the gym? What if he's never been hit by someone's hardest punch and I just click him when he's not looking? He doesn't, he doesn't know his chin. It's never been tested before. I've at least been beat up. I've been beat up a bunch. Matt, is this a great homecoming for you, for Neff, for, to have this matchup and to be able to, uh, you know, walk back into Neff so for, you know, since you put them gloves down there? All the stars aligned besides COVID. Um, I could have sold out or by myself for my debut back in Maine. But because of the vaccine and uh, the COVID test, a lot of people don't even want to go. Um, and I respect it. It's their choice. It's like, am I going to say, oh, now we get the vaccine to watch me fight? Because if they made me get the vaccine to fight, I wouldn't fight. Um, but besides that, yeah, this is a dope card. Um it's always good when you get to share the share the stage with people that you've respected for a long time. Um, at the end of the day, we're all fans of the sport, no matter if we're fighters, commentators, whatever. We're all, we are all fans. We're not just here as a job. Like we love what we do. There's a reason we do it. There's not a lot of money. I'm not paying you to be here right now. You're doing this because you love the sport. Um, but besides that, the the COVID part, or is dope. Location's cool. Um, Matt Peterson and Nick always do a good job. But I, I'm i looking at the bigger picture of this. Like, I, I want the future. I have, a, I have a big future, and I know I do, and I have a whole bunch of shit that's going to happen. So this is just all pieces of the puzzle. Well, Matt, uh, last question before I let you give you shout-outs, any sponsors, thank yous, uh, mentions, all that other stuff. Uh, Matt, it's been a little while since you've been at Neff, and like you said, you've been getting that boxing work in, and uh, you know, shopping up your tools for the comeback, man. What do we expect to see from Matt Kendall Denning on November fifth? Um, I haven't had a cigarette in over a year. That's probably the craziest thing. Um, my my lungs are good. People say that I looked winded in my last fight. I legit think it was just he broke my nose like a minute in. He clipped me with a hard right hand. That's it's 
it's crooked. It is what it is. We've been doing this long enough. But, no, I'm just ready to go fight. Um, I know people are going to watch it. I know his people are going to watch it. Somehow it's going to get back to him. Protect your neck. Protect your wrists. Protect your elbow. I'm, if I grab a hold of something, I'm taking it home with me. He better hope that he has a chin because I'm coming for it. I had I had no reason to want to fight people before other than I was a pro fighter. Now I just want to tune someone up because they're dumb enough to sign the contract. Like, it is what it is. I'm going in there with bad intentions every shot I have. You better put me in a bad position so I can't hurt you because if I can, that's what I'm going to do. It's not who I was before. I'm, I'm here to hurt people. Like, they signed up to hurt me. I'm signing up to hurt them. This is what it is. There's a lot that's changed in my life over the past couple of years, and I see why the Diaz brothers are such arrogant dicks like they are, because fucking California sucks, bro. You can't even drive an exotic car with fucking... Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I just went through a whole bunch of shit with California <laughs> fucking because of exotic cars. But fuck them. Um, but no, like I'm sick of it. We're, we Love used to be a real thing, bro. I wrote it down on paper. Um, the reason why there's so much hate in this world is because... People are loving wrong. People are, are giving up the what actual lovemaking is. There's way too many fucking kids being made that aren't being raised by actual parents. Fucking world's going to shit. I'm here to get my piece of the fucking pie and do fun shit because that's how I'm going out. I, I, I ain't going to see 70. I know that. I don't give a fuck. Life insurance is good. House to be paid for. Fucking, I, I don't have a car payment. Fuck that. I'm just, I'm just in a point in my life like, Let's let's fight. Let's everyone. I want to fight every week, bro. Like I don't even like. I don't even care. Well, dude. I mean, the you know the drive to drive in you right now, man. Uh, you got boxing. You got MMA. You got a bunch of shit, man. Uh, after this fight, after this scrap, man. Who knows where you're gonna be and uh, you know what's next for you, bro. So uh, last thing, where you going? What do you got a banner? You got something I, to show? I me? wanted you... <laughs> I wanted to flip it, but I'll just do it this way. Yeah. What do you got? All the uh, names on there. Yeah, um, I got all my sponsors besides a couple of the new guys, but New England Epoxy, um, Above and Beyond Landscaping, Tucci and Coastalon, Trimble Construction. Matt Trimble is, like, one of my biggest inspirations in my life just because of who he is as a person. And so is Rick Spaulding. He's my best friend's dad, hard worker, race car driver, lives a crazy fucking life just like me, and... You can get like a little tour of my gym, but like oh. it's not bad in here. I got my no. mats and I got bags up over there, but I got a bunch of tools and shit right now because I just sold my trailer. So, dude, um, it looks like a nice man cave to get some fucking work in. That's for sure. It, it's it's pretty nice. <laughs> Neighbors think I'm weird when they hear people get pounded on at like eleven o'clock at night. But. <laughs> Hey, my man, uh, you know, all the power to you, man. Before I let you, uh, you know, give your, um, you know, social media and shit like that, because there's still, uh, you know, a couple of weeks or so to sell tickets, get eyes on this event, man. Hey, dude, it's a pleasure to uh, catch up with you, hear your story, know that, you know, you, uh, the positives are on the horizon. And, uh, man, you made it through, bro, and you're still out there fighting, and now you want to scrap and just uh, hurt people, man. Uh, pleasure talking to you, brother. And uh, definitely going to be at the fights. Definitely going to be Cade side watching you, uh, you know, put work in there, bro. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Um, I just want the younger people to understand that hard work overcomes everything. If you want things in life and you work hard enough, that's that's how you're going to get it. No one's going to hand you anything. 
the end of the day, all your problems are your problems. Go take care of them, make them better. If people are adding more stress to your life than they are good, kick them out of your life. I don't care if they're blood family, if they've been friends for a decade, if they're toxic people now, kick them out. People change, people change for the good, people change for the bad. Keep the good, get rid of the bad. Excellent, my man. Social media, where we can get in touch with you and watch, uh, uh, you know, your progress. Just my uh, Matt Kendall Denning fight page, my Instagram, Matt LJ Denning, um, Snapchat. There's always some good shit on there, wheelies and burnouts, cars, all kinds of shit. Um, Kendall MMA's my Snapchat. Um, I've been around long enough. People know how to find me. If you still don't like me, just know, like, your hate still pays my fucking bills. I love you, brother. Thanks for having me.